Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal and I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my melting pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi listeners, here's another episode of A Melting Pot coming to you this time all the way from Ho Chi Minh City, Saigon in Vietnam. I arrived here a couple of days ago, not my first time, but always new things to discover. So after soaking in the hustle bustle of the city, some local shopping that has to be thrown in and also, you know, some mouth-watering uh, local stuff to eat, I decided to get some work done. And there's no way in which I could leave Saigon without chatting with the lovely Georgie, who is the partner of a very interesting concept restaurant. It's called L'Urbanist. And um, it's really, I mean, I'm here at the moment and it's in a villa and I'm gonna leave Georgie to talk to you all about it. But um, what I found interesting, Georgie, on, on the page was that I like the way you say everyone is welcome to our inside out beauty house. So I'd love you later to talk about that sure. concept as well. Before I get into talking to you about this whole, you know, concept, holistic um, uh, experience that you get your your clients to have. Um, I mean, what I like to do is always encourage my guests to talk a little about themselves, their journey, because clearly you're not Vietnamese. So what brings you here and um, how did you come to this point of setting up something so beautiful like this one? Hi, everyone. First of all, thank you for listening. Uh, my journey in Saigon was like never in the cards. I never thought that I would come to Vietnam and settle myself in the country. I was having like a corporate job, like a normal nine to five job. And sorry, where are you from? I'm from Romania. Romania. Romania, okay. yes. Yeah. So I am raised in Romania in a town in south from the capital. Okay. It's called Craiova. But after I graduated high school, I moved, I moved to the capital, to Bucharest, to study and as well to work there. So I worked for almost five years for a law firm. 
Okay. So I was quite young when I started, so I had to be in between uh, university and my job. And even though I loved it, it was so much pressure and stress for my age. So I felt like after five years, I was almost turning 25. So I felt so stressed and I felt like missing out compared to uh, other people of my age and my friends. Mm -hmm. So I thought like by the time I'd be t turning 25, I should do like a shift or a change because otherwise I'll never have the courage to do so. Right. So first I wanted to go to South America, but my parents and friends advised me against it mm -hmm. because uh, I always traveled for a short time, so I never had like a backpacking experience, so they were scared for my own safety. Right. So at that point I was like, fine, I'll go to Asia anyways. I never been and I want to travel the world. So in my head at that time, I just thought I would start in Asia right. and then move to South America. And I started to Google. I did not know much about, like I just knew about Thailand, Indonesia. And I was like, I don't want to go to a country that is so touristy. I just want to do something different. And then somehow I stumbled across the article, like on a blog, mm -hmm. talking about like Ho Chi Minh being the new hub for expats and like about the development here. And even though you are in Asia, it's kind of a mix because it's like developing. So it was advised to be one of the best spots to, to start or like leave in Southeast Asia. Right. So I just took like one way flight. Right. I came to Saigon. Uh -huh. And I thought that from here, after like a month or two, I would just find my way traveling around Southeast Asia. And eventually I would make it to South America, which never happens. So that's, that was always yes. your dream. That was always yeah. my dream. And yeah. even now, I yeah. haven't made it there yet. I'm sure I will at some point, but I haven't. So when did you come to Saigon? It was uh, 2015, like September 2015. So it's been four years. Yeah, four and a half years. Like 20, yeah, I think 2015. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was right before I turned 25. Two months. Two so months. So I was. Okay. I had a deadline. Right. I was like, I want to do it by the time, because I don't know why. In my head, I thought it's like twenty-five. It's kind of a quarter of like century. Right. You have to do something. If it like either, either I do it now or I'm not doing it. Yeah. So yeah, I came to Saigon, and at the beginning, actually, I did not like it. Mm -hmm. I found it very because I based myself in for people that travel to Vietnam. It's like Bui Vien. It's like the backpacking street, like in uh -huh. Thailand, Khao San Road. So what district is it in? What is district one. Okay. But it's mainly for backpackers. Like everything is cheap, hostels and things like that. But in my head, I don't know how. I thought that the city center is the city center, but not yeah. the best part. It's like a good part for people that party and back they're backpacking. But I came in the rainy season. So it was like flooding and dirty. And at that time I was like, what am I doing with my life? So I was staying in a hotel and then I decided to just not stop being, you know, moody and depressed because I was kind of anxious. I did, I think I was very excited before I came here, but of course I did not know what to expect. So anxiety kicked in in the first week, thinking where am I, what am I doing, my friends, my family, yeah. my yeah. job, what was in my head, because yeah. I thought I'm brave, but then I, it was just like, it was overwhelming for me. It was yeah. too many things at the same time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, after that I moved in a house with like other people because here is like very common to share a house. But in my country, in Romania or even in Bucharest, it's not so common to, to share like houses or 
so that put me in a better mood so I stayed for six months here and after six months I was like what I'm supposed to do so I started like thinking like from coming from a corporate environment yeah I had to be there all the time and most of the time over time yeah and then I switched to a like never-ending holiday yeah which was exciting at times but then it became completely boring right so I was like what am I going to do with myself and kind of these thoughts started to kick in so me and two friends had uh, like an idea to just like uh, the to open some sort of not restaurant but kind of a catering from our apartment right so i was the one cooking it was like vegetarian as well like healthy so are food. you personally vegetarian i was before i moved to vietnam so that's the funny story because i was two years before i moved here and then i was invited on the first my, on my first week here for like a dinner mm -hmm. and at the restaurant so by the time i arrived the the lady that invited me she already ordered all the food so it was a lot of meat because Vietnamese cuisine for people that know is mainly based on meat and pork especially. Right. So I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do now? I don't want to be rude. I don't know how like uh, the mentality of people here, what I'm saying vegetarian, she ordered so much food. It's just the two of us. I said, maybe I can just try, maybe now. So the truth is that I she kind of forced me into eating because Vietnamese people are very welcoming and they encourage you to eat everything and try everything. They're proud of, of their country, cuisine right. as well. Right. So I was like, okay, and she pushed me, like, eat, eat, and then I felt so sick that night and I was like, oh my God, like this, you know, because like obviously have you happened. hadn't eaten meat yes, in two for, years. for two so years. Your, your body wasn't able to exactly or yeah, digest yeah. it and then after a few days i was just walking down the streets in saigon i was smelling everywhere barbecue and in my head <laughs> i was like i already had it i might as well because i'm a foodie so i like never vietnamese food is not a thing like in bucharest or romania in general not even uh Asian food. We just have some Asian food, but like Chinese. Yeah. But it's not the best that you could find. Yeah, it's not yeah. the real. It's more like fast food. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested. So maybe what I can do is just eat for a bit, like for a while, just try a few like dishes to see how it is, and then I go back to being vegetarian. But that kind of no did not go as planned because I was not eating as much meat. Like, but still, I was eating maybe once or a few times a week, and then. Slowly, my like my stomach. I think I because I was vegetarian before, cannot digest it as well. Yeah. So most like recently, I've tried to eat meat rarely, but yeah. even when I eat it, my body doesn't react yeah. well. Yeah. So more like I'm vegetarian. Let's say like ninety percent of the time, and from time to time, is not eating but tasting. Taste. If something yeah. has yeah. Uh, yeah. meat, I'll try a bite to see how it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, how did um, I mean just to let our listeners know you have a partner mm -hmm. and um, and we're hopefully going to be talking to her as well so her name's Karina yes and uh, she's um, half Romanian and half Vietnamese yes so how did the two of you meet and and then how did this whole idea of setting up Lerbanis happen you're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Payal, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. So it's quite funny and it's well like quite crazy as well because we met in a spa 
in Saigon. Okay. But that this happened maybe like two years ago. Mm-hmm. But at that time that we met, I'm never even if I hear people speaking Romanian, I'm very like laid back and I just don't jump into introducing myself. I'm more like I'm a more like an introvert, so I feel like oh if there's room of saying hi and things like that, yes, but I will not intrude a conversation or something right. like that right. just by presenting myself as being right. like Romanian. But at that time I walk in a spa and uh, Corina was there with another friend so they were speaking in Romanian and they were saying oh she has like a nice dress and things like that so I was like oh they're nice <laughs> I was like sitting there and they continued to speak between them like about the dress maybe we should ask her where she got it from and then she they asked me in in English and then I'm like anyways my mind was playing I was like is my mind playing with me I hear an Asian speaking Romanian <laughs> because this is so rare and yeah. we don't even have so many like Asian people in Romania I wish we had more <laughs> but I never like actually seen right. before any Asian speaking like Romanian so I was like is my mind playing tricks or she's actually speaking Romanian and then I asked them if they're from Romania and then she started to speak Romanian I was like wow like <laughs> it's, it's like, very unexpected yeah It so, was meant to happen, right? Yes, yeah. but the crazy thing is that when she added me on Facebook, we yeah. connected. I did not have time that day to check, but I got home in the evening, so I had a message from her. So she asked me like, "Hey, did you, did you like uh, were were you in states uh, like eight years ago, and you had a sister called Anita? Is my uh, the name of my sister? And I checked, we had like 50 friends in common. common. Oh my god! And then I was like thinking, oh my god! So at that time, when I moved to Vietnam, I had a friend which I met in the states, which I'll tell you later. Okay. And he asked me. Oh, you're moving to Vietnam. Do you still remember that girl from the States? Which was like, her name was Corina. I was like, Vietnamese Romania. I was like, what are you talking about? Even though he was one of my closest friends. Yeah. I'm like, I never met this girl. And he was like, but she was kind of in your sister group. And like, I'm like, no. And then I realized, oh my God. It's you were, the same it's person. The same person. Oh my God. And yeah. not only that, but yeah. we lived in the same house. Oh my God. At the same time. I was living at the ground floor, she was living the, on the first floor. And you don't remember her at all? We never met, met. actually, mm. because I was having a different group of friends, my sister group, different group of friends. Right. So I think may, I know all her friends from yeah. there, because yeah. then I, I connected the dots, but yeah. I'm like, I don't remember her. I think in, we never actually uh, talked to each other right. at that time. But right. it's so crazy because we had the same experience working for the same amusement park. Right. My sister was like, and many of my friends were in their group, and then I was like doing different things with other friends in a separate group right. so we we're like it's just so insane that we <laughs> kind of have a history without even knowing right but then we were like hey, it's meant to be but even so like maybe it was not meant to be for us at that time maybe we wouldn't have gotten along well yeah or it was, we were 20 in our 20s yeah. Yeah. so i'm like maybe it was just meant to happen now so yeah. that's why when we met we felt felt like instantly connected and maybe it's because she grew up in Romania so we kind of have the same value the same mindset so it's easier for us to to share the same things yeah so yeah then that was kind this is kind of the story with Karina okay and uh, in terms of like uh, idea for uh, we're both passionate about food right and uh, we like always talk about like what can we do here like in the country 
and uh, we shared together the fact that before I was like a little bit involved like in a vegetarian she's like involved as well in eating <laughs> all kind of great food right. and we have a passion uh, for Bali so oh, we have okay. kind of a passion slash obsession with Bali and right. in Bali it's kind of very popular for this kind of concept that we do here right and food and vegetarian food with a twist right. and very creative food. So we started to talk about it and said, do you like, like we kind of agree that this kind of concept would be great for like Vietnam and Saigon in particular because there's nothing like it here. Right. So then we discussed about it. We both loved the idea. We did the research. Uh, she went as well like to Bali to check for places. I went as well to kind of like get the inspiration from there we got it, right. the idea. And right. then it took a while for us to find a place. Mm -hmm. We were like browsing for like eight months. We were in negotiations with two other venues in town, but mm -hmm. it's very hard to get a nice space to create the vibe that we want. Right. Because not only the space, but as well to have, we, we imagine it to be very green and right. a lot of yeah, plants. That's what I noticed. Yeah, yeah and yeah, it was yeah. very hard. And this is how we uh, like found out the other couple that is a partner with us. Okay. Uh, they were also having an idea to open like a different kind of business, but right. the things fell through for them. Mm -hmm. So we met uh, because I have another startup organizing yoga and meditation retreats and uh, networking events so we met through that so then we started to like talk together and they were very interested in the idea of the restaurant so they're coming as well from different backgrounds so we said okay but what can we do as uh, four partners mm. yeah as yeah. a whole group because uh, two people is enough for the idea but right. what can we do something right. greater right so the more we talk we realize we have a common interest mm -hmm. For like uh, beauty, healthy food, healthy living, and so on. So as well because uh, Tia, one of the partners, she works, uh, she works in photography business as well and in the wellness industry. We kind of brainstorm and finding this location, we think, okay, we can do the restaurant on the ground floor, but it, this can actually be a concept house. Right. And we can do like people can come here for like photography using the swimming pool having facial so they can even if you come here for one day you won't get bored because we can actually help you you know set your day yeah. like with yeah. us yeah. Uh, at the venue so yeah. this is what's kind of how we came together as a group and mm -hmm. like put everything together under l'urbanist umbrella <laughs> yeah very interesting so why did you choose this location because i mean when i was driving to it i noticed that it's quite residential mm -hmm. and I think there's an international school not yes. too far away. Yeah. So whom were you targeting um, when you chose this location or is it because villas are easier to find in this district as mm -hmm. compared to the other districts? We actually did not think about the target market okay. or anything at that time. Mm -hmm. We just thought about where can we take this concept and transfer it, which would be the perfect space and the perfect match for it. So we thought to create that Bali feeling, we need okay. a very secluded space so right. you won't feel that you're in Saigon, but not on the high street when there's a lot of buzzing around. So we right 
want it to be quiet, serene, for people to come and enjoy their food in a very nice setting, to right. enjoy the swimming pool. So we want it to be very quiet. Right. And that's very hard to, to find in Vietnam, yeah. in yeah. Saigon in particular. Yeah. So that's why we did not think of District 1 anyhow, because okay. the space is like limited. There's so much happening around, yeah. yeah. construction-wise, like even in, in this district, in Taodian, in District 2, there's construction everywhere. So we just wanted a quiet place mm -hmm. and we where we can, people can enjoy nature and we can create a very like uh, like an like an oasis for for the yeah and it definitely is an yeah. oasis <laughs> um it's got you know it's obviously a very old villa with high ceilings and what i like is you know it's got these very um tall windows so there's a lot of light coming in um and the greenery all around which you know which does give you a very tranquil feel because i mean i've just driven half an hour from district one and all that chaos yeah um and the pollution so you know when you come here it's so refreshing yeah. and i yeah i like that i, I just like that. want it like a relaxing environment yeah, no, so people when you can, like it's very nice to see people that they come here like even earlier today for brunch like they come and they enjoy their food and then jump in the swimming pool then you see them taking their book and like yeah. spending here like half a day yeah so yeah. this is kind of the feeling that we want to create and people just to feel you know at ease in this space and as well we're one of the few places that uh, are pet friendly okay so as well they can bring their like puppies or cats so okay. even the other day we had people like co-working from here right so uh, there were like two girls one had the cat on her lap right she was on her laptop so I <laughs> found it like really cute and the yeah. other one had the dog uh, next to her so yeah. I felt that's like very nice because there are not many places here that are pet friendly okay and you cannot go like here we had, uh, we c they can come with the pets inside or outside but many places if they accept pets which is rare they only accept outside, outside. yeah okay. so we want people just feel like a warm feeling and as well in terms of choosing this villa another thing that we took into consideration was that we want people to feel like they're visiting a friend so we want a very homey feeling yeah. like they're dining or having lunch in their friend's living room yeah. so even yeah. though the whole setup downstairs is being made just to kind of like uh, show that like showcase that that's very like homey feeling yeah. and you feel and like personal. Yeah, personal yeah touch yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Stay tuned for part two of Georgie and Corina's chat with me. Uh, Saigon is like split in different districts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Taodian is part of the belongs oh, to district. Okay, so it's a district. Okay, yeah. fine. Until then, this is Pyle signing off. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.